0: Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to Truth to Ponder for this Wednesday. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Greetings once again. We are in Florida. Couldn't believe it. Earlier this week, it was kind of chilly down in our neck of the woods, but a little cloudy, but, but a little bit warmer today, too. So we're happy about that. We're down here in Florida working on a big project, as many of you know and we are getting closer and closer to completing it with each passing day now it's been a bit of a challenge a little bit more than i anticipated on two levels a little bit more work was needed to make this equipment that i've acquired um to do what needs to be done also i'm not as young as i used to be when i did this work on a regular basis so it's taking just a little bit longer than I remember back uh, years ago. The thing is, it's gratifying because we're building something for God's kingdom. We're building something to increase the outreach of shortwave in many parts of the United States that we currently really don't cover. And so I'm excited about this, this possibility and the prospect. Also want to take time right here at the beginning of the program to thank the many of you that I know prayed for me when I asked for it last week. And I was mentioning that I had some some health issues that I'm dealing with, and you probably heard about it a bit on Monday, but I can tell you that the health issue that I was facing has resolved itself, and I feel great, I have more energy now. And once again, prayer really does change things. Well, if you've been reading the news of late, there's so many things going on on so many different fronts. Now, we've spent a lot of time talking about, quote, the pandemic and the virus and the vaccine and the shutdowns and the lockdowns and the the passports and, and all that go with it. And really, if you wanna analyze this and get down to it, it comes down to this. It's about control more than it is about protecting anybody from a virus. Other day, somebody shared with me a couple of recent headlines in the, in the Washington Post, the Washington Post newspaper, owned by the guy that owns Amazon, and a bunch of other stuff. Well, one of the headlines was talking about, with Omicron, we, we really desperately need to be getting vaccinated and wearing masks. It really talked about school districts, even here where I live in Florida, getting all bent out of shape, we got to have those students wearing those face diapers because they're little killers, don't you know? They're little children that can kill adults when they pick up the coronavirus. That was the headline. And the entire story was basically a hit piece on the governor of this state, Ron DeSantis, who had made the decision a long time ago that, The science was not there. Now, the political science is what's been driving this thing for two years. The political science, especially when we started with 15 days to flatten the curve, that became 30, that became six months, became a year. And here we are almost two years later, and you still have governments believing all we need to do is shut everything down, get everybody vaccinated, and the virus will disappear. Truth is, this virus will never disappear. It was man-made and engineered to be a bioweapon. And I'm beginning to think the vaccines are as well. I know a lot of people think it. And they're probably right. But it's been about control. You know, these vaccine passports, you read enough articles, we can tie your medical history. We can tie your finances. Hey, get rid of that dirty money. Let's just have a digital currency. Do you see where all this is leading? These pandemics have been planned for years. Tabletop exercises, as I've said before. And here we are today, still two years later, playing some of the same games. Truckers in Canada had enough. Truckers in the United States, in France and in Australia, they're beginning to say, you know, you can't do this to free people. The rights we have are not given by government. They're given by God, and you don't have the right to take them. They were never yours to take to begin with. But that's the world in which we live in today. And so the news we see from all over the world, a lot of the news is to uh, divert you from how bad the economy is here in the United States and how, how terrible We have in government right now the president incompetent and a vice president even more incompetent on the world stage. Two buffoons, two reprobates, two people that shouldn't be in office who probably aren't there legitimately anyway. We'll be talking about that a little bit next week. Well, for today, as you know, at least once a week I've been bringing Jim Calhoun on to help fill this program time because trying to get this work done. It is a lot to do the radio show and this work. And Jim has been such a blessing to volunteer his time. And I got a feeling Jim is going to continue on the topic that I started with on today's program. So here is Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. As always, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder.
1: I'm getting real excited because time is growing short where Bob Behrman is going to have the new transmitter up and operational. He's working awful hard to see that this happens, and he deserves all of our support. So I'm excited about the expansion of Truth to Ponder, and I'm really excited that Bob has decided to grow his program and his website, and I think we're all going to witness the fruits of his labor. I'm just really proud to be a small part of it. So I really appreciate Bob Bierman allowing me the opportunity to sit down behind this microphone and visit with you folks. It really does mean a lot to me. And before I get into the meat of today's program, I want to tell everybody that if you don't have a shortwave radio, if you're listening to Truth to Ponder by podcast, or another way other than shortwave, I'm going to recommend that you buy a good shortwave receiver. There's a lot of companies out there that make some really nice shortwave radios. Now, why do I say that you should have a shortwave radio? Simple. Think of the last two years, or the last three years now, I guess, our 14 days to flatten the curve is into year three now, isn't it? Wow, how time flies while we're having fun. But I think you need to look over the last several years and ask yourself, do we have more freedom or less freedom? Is free speech more free or is free speech being suppressed? Do we have any free speech at all? Is there any truth and honesty out there among the established dinosaur mainstream propaganda media? Well, that one's easy, because the answer to that one is no. But you have to ask yourself, which direction are we heading? So if you would look at the trajectory of the way that the world's freedoms are going, they're being eroded. In one of the last bastions that we have as a hedge against being totally cut off is shortwave radio. If things get really tough, I think you can count on shortwave to be around a lot longer than any other medium. And I say this because the people involved with shortwave radio, for the most part, are very tenacious people, and they're not going to go away quietly, and they're not going to be told what to do. So if you value programs like Truth to Ponder and other programs that I call the New Truth Media, if you want to stay in touch, if everything else goes down, shortwave is going to be your answer. I was talking with Bob Bierman on the phone the other day, and I made the statement to him that I think 90% of what you hear on shortwave is worthwhile, and about 90% of the presenters or the show hosts or whatever you want to call them are pretty decent. And there's a few out there that I personally don't care for, and so I don't listen to them. But I've always been a radio guy. I've never really cared for television. At a young age, I got hooked on radio. I had a little transistor AM radio that I listened to, and I always enjoyed picking up signals from a long ways away. Well, my family had an old tube-type radio, happened to have shortwave on it. I didn't know anything about shortwave, but I was flipping some switches, and all of a sudden I started hearing something totally different. Morse code and, and people speaking in different languages, and it was amazing to me. So I asked about it. I said, what station is this? And I was told that it was shortwave radio, and it was from all around the world. Well, I got hooked on that for quite a while. Matter of fact, even as a teenager, while everyone else was listening to FM rock and roll radio stations, I was tuning into the Voice of America, the Voice of America and the BBC and all sorts of different programs out there. And it always made me real happy to hear music from around the world. And I'll never forget the time that I listened to about it. I listened to a program that came out of Africa and it was all African tribal music. I'd never heard anything like it before. And frankly, I've never heard anything like it since. And I was just mesmerized because they were very talented musicians, even though I didn't recognize half the instruments. But I was intrigued by that. But for one reason or another, I strayed away from shortwave, and it not only went on the back burner, I kind of forgot about it. And then I listened to AM radio all the time, and I very rarely listened to FM, which is really strange because my occupation has been a professional musician. And so you would think that I'd listen to the best recordings on the best sounding medium out there as far as radio is concerned, which is FM. But for some reason, I've been drawn to AM. But I'm sure you've noticed over the last several years that about every other thing they say is get the vaccine or it's public service announcement or all the kids are starving and it's your fault. Nebraska has about one and a half million people. And in Nebraska, they were running PSAs that were saying that every night, over 500,000 children in Nebraska were going to bed hungry. Well, Nebraska has a pretty old population. Nebraska doesn't have 500,000 kids. But yet every day, they'd run this PSA about 10 times a day, 500,000 children in Nebraska are going to bed hungry. All this propaganda that the AM radio started pushing drove me away from AM radio to where I won't even turn it on anymore, which is sad because I have friends that work in AM radio, and they'd kind of like me to listen to their show and listen to their work, and I can't stand the PSAs that they have to run in their show, so I just don't even turn it on, and I tell them that. But one night, when everything was still and quiet, I had this inner voice that said, Buy a shortwave radio. And that came just out of the blue. So I bought a shortwave radio. Now here I am broadcasting on shortwave radio. And I'm making lots of broadcasting friends in shortwave radio. God steered me towards shortwave radio. And I'm so thankful that he did. Because I'm starting a whole new career in broadcasting. While that's my personal story, I still want to advise you to buy a shortwave radio, because I think it's going to be the last medium standing if things get really bad. And this world is getting so crazy. It seems like this wokeness that's taken over society, whether it be the governments or the churches or the schools or just everywhere you look, is wokeness. And one of the hallmarks of this whole woke movement is canceling everything and anything that another generation that has come and gone established. They're putting warnings on the Constitution. They're putting warnings on the Declarations of Independence. They're putting warnings on everything that you might be offended. Well, guess what, folks? That offends me. But I guess I don't count, because I'm not woke. And along with loving radio, I've always loved history, and I've always loved music. Few people know that I do have some online internet radio stations that feature music. And the newest one that I'm going to put on the air is going to be called Thunderbolt Nostalgia Radio. And I haven't launched it yet. But I'm taking recordings, the old Edison Cylinder records and the Wax records. Everything that's pretty much pre-1930, a lot of the songs are actually in the 1890s. And I'm restoring them. It takes an awful long time to take the record scratches out and get rid of all the hiss and the background noise. Some of the recordings are so rough when I get them, I hardly even can recognize what the instrument that's even being played, let alone the song. We've all heard these really bad old recordings that are nothing but hiss. Well, I'm taking the time to remove as much hiss as possible, and in some cases, I'm getting rid of all of it. But in some cases, I've been able to clean them up really well. And so I'm real excited about taking these old songs and bringing them back to life and hearing the absolute awesome talent that this country had back from 1890 to 1930 in the musical field. Some of the people are so talented, there's nobody like them on earth today that could even hold a candle to them. And so I'm enjoying bringing these back to life. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, there's one song that was done by the New York Trio. And there's nothing on the internet about the New York Trio as far as this early recording group that recorded on Edison Records back in the early 19th century. Now, there is a New York trio right now, but they're not related. But I did find a website that mentioned this record. And so I thought, well, maybe I'm going to find some information. But all it was was a recording of this song. And it's an instrumental. It's classical music. And the name of the song is Trio Number no. 1 in B-flat. It's a beautiful classical music tune. But yet, the woke society... And remember, I'm going here to get information on this group, which there was none. But there were three paragraphs of wokeness that said, The following material may be offensive to you because it was recorded in another time where people were prejudiced and had the wrong idea, and you would be offended if you are going to hear this record and listen to it at your own risk. Three paragraphs of absolutely attacking all of the music that was recorded before the woke movement. They went after this song like it was the worst thing you've ever heard. And it's a classical music tune. With piano, violin, and upright bass. It's absolutely beautiful. But it's not politically correct. Because of when it was recorded. That's how crazy this world is. So you can't get away from it. I'm trying to restore these beautiful old recordings. And I have to wade through wokeness? That kind of lets you know where the world is at. It's crazy. And the only way we're going to fight this wokeness and this craziness is to simply run over it. If you want to listen to something that was recorded in 1940 or 1910 or whenever, and I'm hearing that some of the TV shows out of the 1950s and 1960s now have disclaimers on them before they even run the old reruns, I guess I Love Lucy is pretty offensive. And I think it's time we stood up to this nonsense. But you look at the origins of all this, all of this division, all this divide and conquer, all of this finger-pointing and making sure that you allow yourself to be disrespected or, or you look for things to offend you so you can be mad. This whole world seems to have to walk on eggshells. And it's getting so bad that if you're an Asian... And you go into a Mexican restaurant, you're going to be accused of appropriating someone else's culture. Absolutely crazy. Most of us realize that Satan is the architect of all of this madness. But he's got a group of men right now on this planet. And they're evil, old, twisted men. Men that serve Satan. Men who are absolutely terrified to die because they don't want to face the judgment of Almighty God. These old men are trying to do everything in their power to stay alive. And this group of twisted, evil men are senile, they're spiteful, but they happen to be rich and they happen to have power. And never in history have we had such a group of twisted, evil, satanic men that had power. Next time you get a chance, try to locate a current photo of George Soros. Look at the man. Look at him close. Look into his eyes. When you look at him, you're looking at pure, twisted, satanic evil. And then find an image of Klaus Schwab and give him a good look too. And just like George Soros, this man is evil, satanic, and twisted. Have you seen a picture of former President Bill Clinton lately? Look at his face. Find a recent photo. Look at the man. And you can even see the evil all over Hillary. Now look at a recent photograph of Dr. Fauci, the father of COVID. Take a look at him. Look into his eyes. Then find a picture of Bill Gates. Do the same thing. Bill Gates always has that half grin on his face. But look into his eyes. The man is evil. So we have this bunch of twisted, evil, satanic, Senile, old, absolute monsters that control the world. And if you're a school teacher and you're making your kids wear masks, or if you're a school board making everyone wear masks, or if you're one of these tyrants that refuse service to a certain class of people that are smart enough not to get this so called vaccine or if you're one of these policemen that are brutalizing people for peacefully protesting. I want you to go back and look at these pictures of these twisted, evil old men, because those people are who you're serving. The school teachers that are teaching the children, they're not serving the community at all, not by hurting our children, by making them wear masks. They're serving their masters of the New World Order. And these men are amongst the worst of the worst of the New World Order crowd. And if you're a policeman, and you're stealing jerry cans up in Canada, do you know that you're stealing? You know you're a thief? To all the Canadian cops out there that are taking people's gas cans, you're nothing but a petty thief. There's no law against putting gas in your vehicle. They're breaking absolutely no laws at all. But the police in Canada are sure breaking the laws. And who are they following? Are they following the Canadian Charter? No. They need to go look at their masters, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, and all the rest of them. They're serving evil. And I'm starting to see some videos coming out of Canada of Canadian police officers that are telling their brother officers. You better change your ways now or you're going to go down on the wrong side of history and you're going to go down hard. But I think everybody who buys into this COVID nonsense and everybody that's on board with the Great Reset or any of this stuff, go look at your masters. Look at them close. Look at their ugliness. Now, you might be a teenager. You might be in your 20s or 30s. You may not look that ugly on the outside, but believe me, if you're following these evil, twisted old men, that's what you look like on the inside. And guess what? We can all see it. And I'm sure I just offended everybody out there that's woke. Well, that's okay, because your wokeness offends me. Before the first half of the show is over, I'm going to play you a little bit of audio from a video that I found. And it's a video of very young children, I would say five to seven years old, who are being told that they no longer have to wear a mask. I want you to listen to their reaction. Listen close. You're going to hear several things. First of all, you're going to hear the sound of freedom. The absolutely glorious, wonderful sound of freedom. And that sends a chill right down my spine. But then if you look at the flip side and you listen to these children, you'll hear the pent up frustration. You'll be able to feel the oppression that they were under for them to react in such a way when they're told they're no longer going to be oppressed. For children to act this way, they would have had to have been oppressed beyond belief. And so anybody out there that's making their children wear masks, I don't care if you're a parent or a teacher or an administrator or whoever. You're evil. You're a child abuser. You need to stop abusing your children. And if you think I'm overstepping, if you don't think that you're not abusing your child, listen to these children as they taste freedom.
2: Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore! (coughs)
0: I
1: just wanted to play that for you folks so you could hear what freedom sounds like. We have brothers and sisters in Canada who need our prayers. They've come to the realization that they're not only fighting for Canadian freedom, they're fighting for freedom for everyone in the entire world. And the evil Canadian government that seems to be making up laws as they go, or they're breaking the laws that are there should be ashamed of themselves. So I'm going to say, shame on you, Canadian government. It's absolutely shameful. And I can feel this in the air. And I think these corrupt, evil politicians up in Canada feel it too. It's the winds of change. So all the people in the Canadian government better wake up. They better do the right thing. Or they're going to be thrown on the ash heap of history as the losers that they are. So I have to say, God bless the truckers worldwide. God bless the truckers. Let's do our part. Let's pray for these brave freedom fighters. And I'll be back on the other side of the break.
0: And thank you so much, Jim. I just wanna take a moment right now as we come to this break to to thank Jim Calhoun for taking the time out of his very busy schedule on the farm to help me out during this time that we are working on a big project here in Florida. It's coming along step-by-step, a little bit more each day. And the best part is we we see the end of the journey, not that far in sight. We'll be telling you more about it, I think, maybe tomorrow, Maybe Friday or definitely sometime next week. It's all coming together. Uh, it's kind of like fighting every inch of the way to get there. I want to thank all of you that also prayed for me because I mentioned that I was having some physical issues and, and they have resolved and, and I'm so happy about that. But keep me in prayer for strength, uh, for my mind to be clear as I try to get all this work done. And once again, keep keep Jim Calhoun and his wife, Mel, in, in your prayers as well, as they take time to, to help in producing this program during this very busy time. Now, if you believe in the work that we're doing here at Truth to Ponder, and would be willing to help a little bit with paying for the shortwave airtime, it means more to me than you'll ever know. If you can help, You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753. That's 5753 Highway 85 North. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248 and we are in Crestview. One word, Crestview. The city is in Florida, and our zip code here is 32536. Once again, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. Jim has a lot more for you on the other side of this break, and we will see you
2: then. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The Gospel Bleachers coming up. Shalom alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. We tend to be a nation of spectators. We watch sports. We watch television. We even watch the internet. But as believers, we even tend to be spectators in the way it comes to reading the Bible. We watch the various people of the Bible, or and we do it as if God's activity ended there. It's just for us to watch. It's to uh, learn and be entertained or, or be touched by. But you see, the Bible is not primarily a history book. It's not primarily about what happened then. It's not even primarily about those people. It's about God. If it was about those people, it would be over. But it's about God. God is not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. You see, it's, it's as if we are on the bleachers. We're on the stands watching the field being played and something that was done a long time ago. But you know what? We're not here just to be watching the book of Acts. Yes, we are to be learning and reading the, the book of Acts, All that, but we got to realize the book of Acts is now. These are our elder brothers and sisters. They were the first and we are to learn about them, but they're no more on the field. Now the field is for us. The baton has been given. This is the generation. It is now in our court. Now, if you're a spectator and you're not on the field, that's fine. But if you're a player and you're not on the field then you're missing your call. You're making a big mistake. You're failing your call. You're failing your team. You're you're not having the victory. You're missing out. You're not supposed to be watching the glory from the bleachers. You're supposed to be on the field of glory. Read the Bible, learn of your brothers and sisters, but then get on the field of life and ministry. Don't just watch the Great Commission or watch the fight or the victory. Live the Great Commission. Fight the fight. Gain the victory. Win the battle. Live the Bible. Want more? Ask for the bystander. Now, imagine being plugged into a special line, let you know future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy, updates on Israel, what you need to know as an end-time believer. And teaching. And strength for every day of your week and the incredible mystery of the temple doors you'll love it all free. How do you get this? Easy. Just remember, Jesus' real Hebrew name Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. You will be blessed. Just call one eight hundred Yeshua one, and you will receive your free gifts. But call now one eight hundred Y E S H U A one. I invite you might need to join me to reach the unreached peoples of the world from the most incredible way, from Moscow to Madagascar to Jerusalem. Shortwave radio. You can blanket the earth. It's awesome. And to be part, just call one eight hundred Yeshua one. That's Y E S H U A one. You can write me direct. Here's how Just write the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Get on the field, my friend. Shalom and Peace be to you and Messiah, Ro'eh Hatov, the good shepherd.
0: To Ponder
1: with Bob Beerman. Welcome back to part two of this edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Beerman today, and I really appreciate you sticking around. And Bob Beerman will be right back with you tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. We both really do appreciate all of your support. And it's because of your support, Truth to Ponder is growing. And I'm so glad to see that. And I know there's lots of listeners to Truth to Ponder that have been there since day one. And I know Bob really appreciates your loyalty, and I do too. There's a lot of things in the news today that are troubling. And there's lots of grumbling about the Ukrainian border. But why are we worried about the Ukrainian border when the two regions that are so-called disputed have voted that they want to join Russia? So it's really an internal strife within Ukraine between two breakaway, I'm going to call them states, that want to join Russia. And most of the people that live in this region of the Ukraine are ethnic Russians. So they're actually Russians, but they live in Ukraine but those two regions want to secede. That's what this is all about. But why are we worried about the Ukrainian border when our southern border is absolutely horrid? There are children being openly trafficked and sold at the border. Our border patrol, all the agents down there, they're so demoralized that most of them want to quit. They're totally a defeated bunch of people. And the drug cartels seem to control the border. But yet, all the news is about Ukrainian border, but never a peep about what's happening in Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. Not not a peep. California. Not a peep. Because that's politically correct. Because it's woke. To throw your border open to anybody and everybody that want to come in. But by gosh, the Ukrainian border, that's where we have to pay attention to. Well, I've concluded that the United States, England, all of NATO want a war with Russia. Now, I'm not saying that this war is going to happen, but I have concluded that the Western world is picking a fight with Russia. And if I'm right, the reason that they're picking this fight is to cover up for their inept handling of this whole pandemic crisis that really isn't much of a crisis. There's so many people being killed and injured by this death shot that they call a vaccine that they have to deflect. They have to have a crisis somewhere else. So I think that they're trying to force a war with Russia. Now, why do I say that? Well, I've been paying real close attention to what's going on. And I do know that the Russians simply want a guarantee of their safety and security. All they want is a guarantee from the, all the NATO countries that they won't try to put the Ukraine into NATO, which they've already agreed that NATO would not extend eastward. But yet NATO has already broken all those treaties. So it's not Russia that's breaking the treaties, it's NATO. So Russia says, okay, stop it. We're going to stop you from going into Ukraine because we don't want to have missiles right up against our country. And so they just want security guarantees. They hand-delivered a letter To every country in NATO. And all they asked for were security guarantees. All of the countries, including NATO itself, said no. And when the United States provided a written answer to Russia's request, our government's answer to their government was, what about our security? They did not address the Russian question. Now that doesn't sound like a country that's trying to avoid a war because Russia stated that if they weren't guaranteed their security, they were going to get their security by using any means possible. So Russia did follow diplomatic channels, but they were shut down. And even worse, the foreign minister of the United Kingdom visited Russia, and she showed up so inept and so unprepared that the Russian foreign minister walked out of the meeting and said that she was quote-unquote a clown that was sent to waste their time. Now, why would he call this dignitary from England a clown that came to waste his time? Well, he's pretty cagey, this Russian guy is. He asked her a question of whether or not Russia could exercise their authority over two different regions. And I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce the names. I'm not very good at pronouncing Russian. But they were actually two Russian, I'm going to call them states. They don't call them states. I'll just say regions. They were two regions that have been part of Russia for centuries. They're now part of Russia. They've never not been part of Russia. And so he tested her. And he asked, "Well, what about us exercising our authority over these regions?" And her answer was, "The government of the United Kingdom will never recognize your claim to these to these regions." And she said she would protest them having anything to do with these regions. That would be like if she came to the United States and we asked her, "Okay, so." We can't have any authority in Florida or Georgia? And she go, Oh no, you can't because they don't belong to you. So the Russian foreign minister was pretty cagey. He asked her a simple question. This woman did not even know her geography. Yeah, he tricked her. But she didn't show up to negotiate. She just showed up to flex her muscles and to fight. And he left her standing speechless at the podium. And so those are the kind of people that George Soros and all these New World Order people are having installed in the Western governments all throughout the world. Whether it be Macron in France or the illegitimate Joe Biden, it doesn't make any difference. How about that little Justin Trudeau, little tyrant, little dictator? These are the best people that the Western world can put up? These are the best leaders that we can find? This is the best intellect we have? Are you kidding me? These people are all hand-picked stooges and puppets. And the people that they appoint are hand-picked stooge puppets as well. And to send somebody from London, England, all the way to Moscow, Just to insult them and tell Moscow that they had no jurisdiction over areas of Russia itself is absolutely insane. And it leads me to believe that we're not serious enough to not have a war with Russia. So I think they're pushing Russia, and I think they're disrespecting Russia, and they're pushing Russia against the wall because Russia has not invaded anybody. But yet, airplane load after airplane load is flying from the United States, landing in the Ukraine, giving the Ukrainian soldiers all sorts of war material, guns, ammunition, artillery, and things like that. So how would we react if all of a sudden, in Chihuahua, Mexico, the Russians were giving the Mexican army All sorts of rockets and all sorts of hand grenades and weapons to fight against us. How would we feel? Well, we'd be outraged and rightfully so. Well, I think that we have to put the shoe on the other foot. It's not that I'm pro Russian, but I do know who's picking this fight because it's very obvious. And there's one thing that really concerns me when the illegitimate I don't even want to call him president. I'll just call him illegitimate Joe. When he was asked a question about Americans who live in the Ukraine, on whether or not our government would quote-unquote rescue these people if there was a war, an illegitimate Joe said, look, when the Russians and Americans start shooting each other, we won't go in and rescue anybody. But he said when. He didn't say if. He said when. I don't know if he's just senile or whether he was telegraphing what our true intent is. So I think we need to watch our government extremely close right now because something's up. These people are evil and they do not have the best interest of the American citizens at heart. And other governments, who are absolutely being brutal to their own citizens, is Australia and New Zealand. Night after night I have to do research, not only for Truth to Ponder, but for my show, the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. And the things that I'm seeing and hearing are very disturbing. And I watched a video of a camp, some sort of internment camp that looked like a death camp to me in Australia, that they're calling a wellness camp. But why would a wellness camp have high fences and razor wire? And what's up with the rooms that have gas pipes running to them? Are they planning on gassing people? I don't know. A whistleblower that happened to be a contractor released a video. It's very disturbing. And if the Australians are really planning on doing this evil thing, we need to stop them now before they do it. Because it looks to me like they're going to take thousands of their own citizens and lock them away and tell them it's for their own good. But do you realize in these maximum security prisons that these people, they're going to take off the street because they might have possibly come into contact with someone who possibly might've had COVID, which is absolutely absurd in itself. But they're going to throw these people into this wellness camp and they're going to charge them a daily rate, the same as a hotel for their own internment. And I guess if they raise too much of a ruckus, they're going to put them into these rooms that have these gas lines running into them. Now, I don't know what the gas lines are for, but they don't look like they're for cooking or heating. So something is really wrong in Australia. The governments of Australia and New Zealand are both satanic, and the Prime Minister of New Zealand, that woman, is nothing but a drug addict. I've seen quite a few videos of her smoking out of a crack pipe. I can only hope that the good people of New Zealand can rise up and depose their satanic dictator governments. And the same thing goes for Australia. So I think we really need to stay in prayer for our brothers and sisters down under. But one thing that I can see is that they're doing things in certain areas and once that works or doesn't work they either change their tactics and try another area if it doesn't work but if it does work they simply move it on to the next area so what started in new zealand went to australia very fast and then it went to canada then it went to england but the english people i think of stop their government at least for now and they've rolled back the mandates but the little man child up in ottawa that crazy demonic narcissistic poor excuse for a human being he'll never back down because he's controlled they've went way too far in canada for the government to turn back now So it's all or nothing up there. And I know a lot of Canadians listen to Truth to Ponder. Know that you have my prayers and my support. We want a free Canada. We want a vibrant, healthy, happy, free Canada. And how can we have a vibrant, healthy, happy, free Canada When we have people like George Soros and that whole bunch of New World Order, Great Reset type people. You know, I forgot to mention, Prince Philip in 1988 said that he wanted to be reincarnated and come back as a deadly virus and cause a pandemic that would kill millions of people. Later on, the press said that he had quite a sense of humor. Boy, that sounds pretty funny, doesn't it? Do you want to come back as a virus and kill people? I just hate how the propagandists in the mainstream media have done nothing but cover for these people. They are the mouthpiece of evil. That's what the mainstream media is. And how could I forget the other royal family members? Like Prince Charles, who just recently, at the COP26 convention, said that we need a quote-unquote Marshall-like plan For nature, people, and the planet. And he also said that we needed to be on a warlike footing. And it sounded to me like he was declaring war not only on humanity, but all of God's creation. And have you seen pictures of Prince Philip before he died? What an evil, twisted man. And look at Prince Charles, who's always been a homely man, but look at him now. He's not only homely. He's got that same evil in his eyes. They are the children of their father, Satan. And I have to say that I doubt if Prince Philip is going to get reincarnated as a virus, because I would imagine that about now, Prince Philip is having a real hot time where he's at. And then the statements by Bill Gates, when he stated that he wanted to use vaccines to kill people. And that's exactly what he's done. And yet, he's held up as some sort of a great savior or a great person. He's held up as this great humanitarian. And he's not. He's a mass murderer. And so is Dr. Fauci. As a group, these people are the cult of Satan. They're the cult of death. And they're running around free, and I don't know why. Dr. Fauci needs to be arrested, tried, convicted, and punished as does Bill Gates, and all the rest of these people with the Great Reset. And why on earth would anybody want to follow these sick, evil, twisted old men? These men needed to be put out to pasture decades ago. But yet, since they have money, people jump to their tune. Well, I for one am not impressed by people with money, and I'll never jump to their tune. And I'll use whatever resources I have To help expose these frauds, expose these people who are nothing but mass murderers with their cult of death. And the last thing I'm going to touch on, on this episode of Truth to Ponder, is kind of a visual. Visualize the little Dutch boy in the story about the dam that sprung a leak. So he stuck his thumb in the hole. Well, then another leak started. So he stuck his other thumb in that hole. Yet a third leak started. He stuck a finger in that hole. Then several more leaks. He didn't know what to do. Because pretty soon there were more leaks than he had body parts to put in there and stop it. That's what's happening in the world right now. And we need to pray that the pressure that's going on right now will bring that wall down. Because make no mistake, the world is a pressure cooker right now. And all of these governments and all of their accomplices in the so called big tech, the social media tyrants, are shutting down everyone's free speech. So if you have a society that's going through a crisis, but yet you won't let them speak their mind, you're building pressure. When you lock people in their homes, or require them to have a passport, or restrict their movements and their speech, then if they get on social media, the police knock on your door and tell you they're going to arrest you for your thoughts. There has to be an outlet for this pressure. And for the last three years, there's really been no outlet for this pressure as far as society of the whole world is concerned. Collectively, we've been in a pressure cooker. And the pressure's building and building and building. And so the walls that the New World Order has placed to corral us in is springing leaks right now. More leaks than they can handle. Because that's just science and physics. That if you have enough pressure against an object, something's got to give. It's like if you take a balloon and fill it with way too much air. It's going to pop. And these demonic tyrants are either so stupid or they're delusional to think that they can keep adding pressure with no consequence is beyond me. Because it's physically impossible for this pressure cooker to get much more pressure in it before it's going to pop. And that's where I think they're going to try to use this war with Russia. I think the balloon's going to pop. But I think they're going to pop it where they want it to pop. But the fearless truck drivers up in Canada, they're a leak. And in every country where there's trucker convoys, those are other leaks in their dam. And if we apply enough pressure, We can bring this wall down. We can burst their dam before these globalists do something absolutely stupid and start a world war. But in my opinion, that's where we're at. We're in a world that's full of pressure. We have a wall or a dam that's starting to leak, starting to get a little rickety. And so now is the time to push. Now is the time to pray. Now is the time to stand up and be counted. And like I said last time I was behind this microphone, if you love your freedom, it's time to act like you do. It's time to act. It's time to support everyone who is against this satanic evil force that's built this huge wall around us and causing all the pressure to be upon us in the first place. I'd like to thank Bob Beerman for allowing me to guest host again. I'm very happy that I'm able to take a little bit of the pressure off of his life to allow him to do some of the things that he needs to do. And Bob will be back tomorrow with another edition of Truth to Ponder. And I look forward to the next time that I can spend some time with this great audience. But until then, be proactive. Stay safe, be strong, but most of all, replace fear with faith.
0: And once again, thank you, Jim, for an excellent program. And as I've told the listeners many a time, the effort you're putting in to help me during this most busy time in this project where I'm doing a lot of travel, spending a lot of nights away from home trying to get it done, uh, this helps me more than you'll ever know. So I I truly do appreciate this effort you're putting in. Tomorrow I've got a very special program lined up and I hope you will listen on Thursday. Now, if you can help us in covering the, the airtime bill, shortwave is still the primary outlet for truth to ponder. Yeah, it's growing as a podcast and that's wonderful, but I think it's growing faster right now on shortwave. If you can help us pay for that airtime, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753, that's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's Highway 85 North, number 3248. You'll find us in Crestview, Crestview, Florida, 32536. Once again, that's Crestview, Florida, 32536. And be sure to be with us tomorrow. As I said, we have a brand new program for tomorrow and Friday. And hopefully by tomorrow or Friday or Monday, we'll have some updates on this project we've been working on uh, for so many weeks right now. And this is why Jim has been such a great help. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth,
1: the number two